What are you doing? Oh, I want to know how stale that is. <laughs> what are you mm. doing? That's a good meal. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, this this episode is brought to you by Ross eating the cookie that he gave me last week because I didn't take it home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what's interesting? While the cookie itself is stale, the cream actually is almost better. Like a week old. Oh, that bag. bacteria adds more flavor, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. So, welcome. Mm. Welcome. Welcome. We're being as quiet as we can because my dog. We're trying to be quiet. My dog is sleeping. Um, he had a rough day today. Um, so. Rough day. Pour one out for pause. I mean, we had a rough week, honestly, Mark. Yeah, but, you know, that's work stuff. I'd rather not talk about work stuff. Well, I mean. I can talk about my work stuff. You can. Yeah. Your work stuff is my pleasure. Was it? So. Was it? Was it rough? <laughs> well, no. It was PokeCon. Well, so anyway, before we get into it, welcome to another episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast with your hosts Mark Ross and Morgan, and we are currently we've eaten food from Jolly Bees. And we are, we've eaten some Oreos, and we are sitting here in my rec room at 9 o'clock. It is really late. It feels really late. And oh my god, there's so much to talk about. And so much to cut out of this episode already. Wow, oh so gosh, it's going to be great. Episode? It's fine. <laughs> god, you're such a hater, Squidward. Uh, well, to be fair, I'm probably going to cut out. <laughs> also, like you, you're, 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 you're. Uh, I'm doing actually, better. I'm doing I better. said to you earlier, before we started this episode, in the car, when we were driving to uh, visit my dog in the hospital, I said I've never met Mark when he's not angry, and that is correct. Mark is always angry. I've come to realize it. He's just seething on the inside. It's a smoldering burn. I'm, I'm kind of like Bruce Banner. Except there's nothing special about me. <laughs> I'm this just is angry. the most depressing start to an episode <laughs> ever. <laughs> so I was Poke- so speaking of depressing, I was Pokemon Ross. I was Pokemon <laughs> Ross. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. It's like it was kind of weird. It so was... tell the viewers what Pokemon is. It was a local, I'll say convention in quotes, uh, thrown by a local guy, um, a couple of old school Pokemon tournaments, and basically just a few vendors there to sell stuff. The vendors ended up being the main show. Didn't you describe it as a swap meet? Um, basically, yeah. It was, (laughs) it was, uh... Jeez. Two the two main vendors there were was Dice City, which I was vending at, and MTG first. And then My friend James Buckingham was there. Yes, James Buckingham was also there. Yes, James Buckingham was there as well. Who owned what store was that? Game Hunters? Oh yeah, yeah. Game Hunters. I uh, and another store that has a name, but I don't remember it. Uh, shout I, out! Shout out to the name of the store. I just don't remember the name of the store. I'm sorry, um, Jimmy. I'll follow up with you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. 
And the tournaments that were there were really tiny. I, I think they were expecting a bigger turnout for them, where the Neo tournament had eight people, and the... Ooh, it fired. Yes. <laughs> and the base set to Fossil uh, had 11. Oh. That's sad. Yes. It was a little... It was fine, but it's still, like, hundreds of people were there to, like, just... Like, normal convention style, where they're, like, going to the different booths, buying stuff. The best thing that sold for us was, like, uh, cheaper stuff and, like, Pokemon memorabilia. As opposed to, like, the high-end cards that a lot of people were expecting to be selling pretty well. Mm. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, it We had a good day. Uh, just... It was not exactly what I was expecting, but it was still kind of cool. That's great. It was not a secret GP. No, it wasn't. It no. wasn't a complete disaster. Which was, was there a playmat? No, there wasn't a playmat. There, there was a... And you, you can go for it. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say there was a giant Pikachu. Well, there was a giant Pikachu. It was like... The, the art on the card would have made the Pikachu human-sized. And I made a joke, and it's... But it's not really a joke. If I had actually seen a Pikachu that big, I would just run. It would have been terrifying. Can we turn that into a playmat? You probably... Me running from a giant-ass Pikachu? That, yeah. <laughs> okay. Did, did anybody... Did you take a picture of this Pikachu? Oh, yeah. The whole point of the Pikachu was to take pictures of it. Were okay. Were to take pictures with the Pikachu? So, kind of, but it was uh, part of the uh, price of admission, where it was like you, you gave like part of your ticket and you got a picture with it. I, I am having brainstorms right now. I would love to be able to turn this image in my head into a playmat of some kind, but what I'm going to need from you, Ross... Is an is, artist? Well, no, no. I don't necessarily... I mean, I could probably do a terrible sketch of this, but I just need a picture of the Pikachu and then a picture of you running, looking kind of scared, but probably not, Okay. while you're running. Honestly, and I can turn that into a playmat. I can't say I've ever seen you scared, except for that... Wait, no. A couple seconds ago when you <laughs> all right when you thought you dropped a glass of water. <laughs> um, well, the other than the giant Pikachu, the thing that was like given out to people, but it was mostly the vendors, were these like, cloth like almost wall scroll kind of. How uh, did I get the, that in one go? It's weird. They were um. Yeah. Pictures of the Pokemon, like, handheld games. And well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that I wish they had used higher res images for them. Oh, they weren't, like, original. them blown up that much. Like, you start seeing the pixelating a little bit. Eh. But it was like, and we, got, you know, we got one. We got the yellow edition. That, that's cool. Yeah. We yeah. got the Pikachu one. Like, regardless of the quality of the scroll or the wall banner or whatever it is... That that actually sounds like it would be up some pretty cool swag to be able to. Yeah, do. I, so. I I agree. It it while we first were, time that this event goes on by this uh, yeah, exactly. by this organizer, it, understandable. It I'm, I'm was, not going to knock that. While smaller than we expected, it wasn't terrible. Like it was it was perfectly fine. Was it secret in any way? Not really. <laughs> Other than the person running it not being great with marketing it. So that's just experience, though. <laughs> yeah. That's just experience. So, 
you guys know I had a rough week last week because I was I was in quarantine, right? Yep, that was fun for you. Yeah, I I was in quarantine. I came into close contact with someone who uh, might or might not have had COVID. I, I I have no idea because I tested negative on both fronts. I also, uh, as we said in the last recording, lost a tooth. Um, to cheer me up. Uh, some of Medina's community did something absolutely ridiculous. This is amazing. Is it amazing? It's it why it I have these really two, is. Really? It's it why really I have these 2,000-count row boxes on this table. What's inside of them, Mark? Um, Hold on. Let me pick up the second box to give it a nice shake. Okay. That one's more full. Yeah, this one is more full. more full. It feels like it's... It does feel like it's roughly 2,000 2, cards. Okay, so uh, so roughly two thousand cards. Let me start. Um, they, I, I feel birds. Okay, so specifically owls. So owls. They're, they're, Wait, is it two thousand steam vents? That I, must be what it is. If oh, yeah, two thousand steam vents, I'd be rich. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> so let me just say that thank you, Zach and Dan. You, you got me two thousand Vega the Watchers, which is great. But let me start off by saying how complicated this journey to get these upstairs was. <laughs> First, They're I just opened, two boxes. No, I opened my mailbox, right? And so I tried to get the boxes out. The fact that they fit inside the small mailbox of my building... I have building seen your mailboxes. Yeah, that's impressive. ...is really ridiculous. No, impressive is the correct word. Um, Then, <laughs> tried to open them. Packed really well. Mm-hmm. Really, really well. Very impressive packaging. No, I mean, like, there was packing peanuts inside the boxes. Oh, so impressive. Okay. I've never seen packing peanuts. So, if you actually open them, the fact of the matter is, and I'll put them on Instagram. I think I put them on Instagram already, or Facebook, or Do Twitter. I don't know anymore. It's late. But we didn't have an Instagram. Whatever. We'll start one. Who knows? I don't... Well, I, can we do a pack opening, like, one each? I, so, and I, we're not going to. Oh, and, we're not And here's to. the reason why we're not going to. And you can... Wait, are the, those team bags? Yeah. I'm, That's I'm impressive. Terri- right. That, what the heck? I'm, I'm terrified of opening them to verify that they're actually... All Vega the Watchers? Because they're packed so well. How did you... How did they fit that? That's exactly what I was trying to figure out. How many... Are these like packs of 100? I don't... I can't tell you because I don't want to open it. Well, how many... How many packs are there? Um... Well, so let's, let's do some math right now. Um... We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, did I? What are you doing? I'm playing you, Django you're with. Playing Django <laughs> with, with hundred count packs of Vega the Watchers. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so no, I'm playing. You lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> I'm trying to do some math, and you're 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 high. You're a magic player. You can do math. No, I can't. Oh, you yeah, have to use an app. Blockers. I'm you the worst have. Jew ever. Let's be very oh, candid about that. You have to do the use the app. I have to use my fingers to count. Actually, <laughs> it's really bad. This. All right. So let's let's see. Um, that is 21 packs. So, so a little bit under 100. It's still impressive. I really want to open one. So I will. I will. I will give you the caveat. If you open one. You have to count out how many Vegas there are, and then you have to get them back inside the wrapper. The exact same. God damn it, Mark. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Is there anything else? Um, Hold so, on, ASMR, ASMR. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm, I'm 
my dog tried to eat several of them uh, when we opened them, which is fine, because he didn't know what they were, and then he looked at them and was confused. These are in impeccable condition. So that was the other thing, right? How does a store, a random TCG store, have 2,000 Vega the Watchers? Well, back when Caldine uh, came out, there were... Your loot? <laughs> what I can what I can say is back back when Call Time came why out. Why think Vega the Watcher of all cards? Like that's silly. And if they if they did, my friends basically just lost sixty seven dollars and thirty three cents. Oh, they spent that much on these. I have the invoices. They were in the box. So they lied to us. They said that they this made penny, from this a penny, penny a piece. And to eight pennies a piece after they bought them. Oh my god. So what's even crazier is these were in my box the night we got home from the two-headed giant. Oh, oh yeah, the two-headed giant. Oh man, yeah. It was pretty sweet. That would have been a good night. You got 2,000 Vega the Watchers and two Renin 6s. Which... Two Renin 7s. I keep on saying Renin 6. Yeah, every okay. single All right. time Med- I say Renin 6. 6 is on the list. Let me let me tell you this. Medina keeps calling it Midnight Haunt, not Midnight Hunt. Hunt. So you're, mean, not, you're not that far off. There are not that many werewolves in the set, so it doesn't... It's not that weird. I think there are more spirits in the set than werewolves. Really? I don't think you're right, but okay. I'm, are, I'm sorry if you can hear this. I'm opening my closet so I can... Because I wanted to check something. Um, so were there 100 Vegas in there? In that pack, there were 100 Vegas. And oh. the other stipulation of this was that I had to put this back in, right? Correct. So what's stopping me from just not? <laughs> Handing it to me. <laughs> because you caused me misery and pain on Sunday. Uh, to be fair, I think I'm the one who is miserable and in pain on Sunday. So we got, we, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got two stories, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. After we recorded last week, Ross and I made an impulse decision to go play in the Innistrad Midnight Hunt pre-release in the Two Edge Giant at Dice City Games. We actually did. This was immediately after we had finished the recording of the previous podcast. It is. And we got there. Well, not immediately. Yeah, we. we I mean, I that. left. I well, know. you played a game of Flesh and Blood, hated it. Hated it. Complained the entire time about how I think the mechanics are bad and that it creates a lot of feel bad stories. Yeah. Also, Morgan. There you go. Cool. Now I will I will say Mark did play the Blitz format, and the Blitz format I don't have a very good opinion of because I think I do think Mark is right. I think Blitz is way too aggressive for um, for intro level players to start playing at. And I like playing blue. I like reacting to things and the Blitz pre-con decks don't really have a way for you to react well. Sure. Um, so after Mark complained, we decided to leave. I didn't stop. <laughs> after you left. After you left. <laughs> Actually, on the car, car ride over to Dice City, I was like, man, I feel so bad for Mark. And Ross is like, meh. He'll <laughs> be fine. Um, be fine. I, I somehow managed to survive. <laughs> um, so anyway, Ross and I got to our pre-release. And I, I kind of mentioned, like, it would be kind of cool to open a random seven. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had a crack in your phone. I don't know. I, I 
cut this out. Um, or keep it in. Or yeah, or keep it in whatever. Um, I kind of mentioned it would be cool to open a round of seven, and uh, our our pool did consist of a run in seven. Uh, yeah, we had a run in seven in our pool. Our pool was our pool was sick. <laughs> our was, pool was really sick. What else was in my deck? So I, I you played, played the, green white. Yeah, and I played the green white coven deck, and you played. I played black blue. Blue black zombie control. Yeah, I so I played Ludovic, which has since been discovered as being literally the best deck in the limited format. Ludovic? No, just blue black. Blue black is ungodly overpowered in this limited format. Go figure. Just the, um, it's really just the zombie tokens that you just basically get for free. And from then, it, from any random effect that just says then, get a zombie token on it. There's just a lot of like good cards. Like you have Organ Hoarder, you have Diagraph, whatever that the, enchantment. The, the zombie colossus thing yeah and then the the, the guy that machine it's, guns when you tap five and tap creatures for no reason yeah. anyway so basically um we crushed the pre-release when was the last time the two of you had played two headed giant together i don't, I don't remember we've definitely played two headed giant together but i don't remember if it we were like good at it. when was the last time that either of you just played two headed giant it was a while ago. Yeah, it was definitely a while ago. So what you're saying is the pairing of the two of you at Two-Headed Giant is OP. Oh, yeah. And we were, yeah. when you open good mythics and good rares. Besides the point. Besides the point. I also <laughs> have to say that the packs I open and the packs Ross open complemented each other. I opened the Renin 7 and the, the Mythic Demon, which I can't think of right now. I also opened in the same pack as the Mythic Demon. Uh, you're not talking about Jared. No, no, there's another mythic demon in the set that is a mythic that allows you to cast cards from your graveyard with make mana for casting cards. From it's your like graveyard. a six-five beater for with flying. Lord of the Forsaken. Yeah, that card sounds reasonable. Oh, uh, I opened the blue rare, a foil of the blue rare that basically the turns, only blue rare in the set. Yes, the yes. the blue rare. No, the creature that that turns the uh, oh, things the, in the, the creature blue rare. Oh god, it turns that the sludge thing. Yes, it turns them sludge into. Monster? Yes. Oh, that blue rare, that yeah. creature blue rare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I also opened in the pack of the Renin Six, <laughs> a um, Eternal Knight foil, um, Ludovic, which is really oh, cool. It's pretty sweet. And immediately, I gave that to Dan because after the boards, I was like, I'm never going to use this again. I mean. Considering how good it was in our games, that makes a lot of sense. Ludovic actually put in work. Did it flip once? Yeah, was remember it? it flipped into a it flipped into the ooze monster. Didn't it die immediately? It died one turn afterwards. <laughs> like it mostly was a two three every time we played. But it. so basically, I was a control deck. But Ross, in Ross's pool, uh, so I was blue black control with just like. Things that did things. So yeah. So blue black. Yeah. Ross on the opposite end of the spectrum had Ren and Seven, which did literally nothing except for one of the games. Uh, it made two tree folk tokens. Yes, it made two, two tree folk tokens. <laughs> what actually put in work was Adele, the Night Captain. That card. Oh, card, that yeah. card is. That card's busted. Disgusting into it, a giant. That card is busted. Where we, you attack, and it makes a 1-1 token for each opponent. And when you have 
two opponents, it makes two tokens, and that's so dumb when it's yeah. there. It's a shared life. Because goal. we also opened Tolivar's Huntmaster and Tovalar, not Tolivar. Whatever <laughs> guy, insert generic werewolf guy here, and the green, um, the green lady that when your creatures are tapped, they have death touch. Or is it hexproof? I can't remember. When they're tapped, they have hexproof. Or tapped, they have death touch. When they're untapped, untapped they, have they have hexproof. And the combination of those three cards is really <laughs> stupid. Especially when you play them one right after each other. It's especially because okay. Adele has vigilance and it always has hexproof. Yes. <laughs> and the and creatures coming in tapped always have death touch. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, some of our opponents yes. were not happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, first opponent... We, we just got mana screwed on half. No, first opponent... We almost died to their Thermal Alchemist. No, we didn't. We did not. Bessel didn't I want to hear both sides of the story. Bessel didn't do anything the entire game because he was on a white-black 60-card deck. Because he thought it was a plays. good idea to play a 60-card deck. In a... Was it 60 cards? Yes, and I told him immediately afterwards, why did you build a 60-card deck for a 40-card format? And he's like, oh, no, I thought I just had all the outs. And I was like, Matt, we have this conversation every time I play you in Magic. You build a 60-card deck in a 40-card format, and I beat you, and then you're like, "I, but I could have done all the things. And I'm like, no, you couldn't have done all the things. And then he's like, well, what do you think I should have done? And I say, build a 40-card deck! <laughs> yeah, I I do think it's a weird thing that people think with um, Two at a Giant, where the games are slower, so you need to put more cards in so you don't deck yourself. It's like, games No, you are don't. Games are, game, slow. games are pretty fast. <laughs> it's like you have two players attacking two other players. Yeah. They, they end quickly. <laughs> I will also say... Um, so, before I get into some of the things that I thought were interesting about uh, the actual gameplay of Two-Headed Giant in Innistrad, and we'll talk about that in a second, our first round opponents, uh, one was a red-blue deck and one was a white-black deck. The white-black deck got mana screwed and only got white the entire time. So it sounds to me like a skill win to me. And the well, red-blue deck only had three lands until the end of the game. And we kill base victory. We destroyed them. Yes. Second game we played. Say, second game we played. Well, before we move on from that one, on turn two, the blue-red player played a Thermal Alchemist, and I wanted to be cute, so I played a Werewolf, and I told Morgan not to play a kill spell for the Thermal Alchemist, because of how Night Day works. He didn't play a card on his turn, so it flips into Night immediately it's like oh my werewolf will be flipping immediately they died <laughs> and then we on their upkeep played a kill spell for the thermal alchemist and they played like four spells <laughs> off of three mana it was crazy and i'm we lost, suddenly impressed and we lost like a third of our life total immediately because it deals one damage to each opponent <laughs> And so it tells us... That game wasn't like close. So the way that you're describing it, that game was close. That game wasn't close. We blew them out. It's it, not, 
It wasn't even a, it wasn't close. I'm sorry. It's it's fair. We you had like five kill spells in your hand, and so it wasn't <laughs> gonna kill us. But it still felt like oh my god, that was crazy. That was also <laughs> the only game you deployed Red in seven. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> second second round. We played against Ross's coworker Chris, who is paired with a uh, child. A paired with a child. It, <sighs> uh, it, it was fine. I feel your pain because I could actually feel that grunt. Yeah, child got <laughs> mana screwed. Child, child actually had competent plays and ended up wrathing the board. We still destroyed them. Our third round opponents were actually the people we built across from and gave advice to during deck building. We're on also green-white deck, very similar. Also had open Tovalars. Tovalars? Tovalars Huntmaster. Tojam's Huntmaster. Tojam and Earl. There we go. Tojam and Earl's Huntmaster. Only difference between the two. Which one would be Earl? Would Soren be the Earl? No. The werewolf. Oh, so Arlen would be the Arlen. Erlen. Okay. Tarlevin and Rolling. That's a glass. That's why I'm drinking from it. <laughs> anyway. Me. We clearly need more whiskey, Morgan. A- anyway, the only difference between our two decks was Ross's deck was better, and <laughs> the Huntmaster that we pulled was a showcase Huntmaster. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly bought, the biggest difference. Which, which, <laughs> well, to be fair, we have the same number of mythics. He had two. You had two. No. And his his partner was on red black, and unfortunately, his partner did not get a single black piece of um, mana or removal the entire game, and kind of cursed at us afterwards, and then cursed out his partner. <laughs> they they told us how they were how they built their decks, and, and then we both said it was like, wrong. What? And we both said it was wrong. So the green-white deck decided not to play a single piece of removal so that the black-red aggro deck could just could play, play all, all of their <laughs> And so their whole deck was removal as the black-red aggro deck and the white-green deck, the mid-range deck, didn't have a single piece of removal and in when it. We and looked, got purpose. And oh when we looked God, at God, their, that sounds horrible. And when we looked at their other board-building stuff, like, if they had put in the removal... It would have been a much closer matchup. And if the Black Red Aggro deck had been built properly, it would actually be, like, good. To be fair, the Black Red player reamed, (laughs) and when I say reamed, reamed their partner out really bad to the point where the partner was just like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he's like, that's not good enough. I'm going to go buy a box to make me feel better because we lost. Admittedly, they... He should have realized that that was not the optimal way to build those decks. And ultimately should have realized not to buy a box of Strixhaven, but also whatever. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal advertisement for everybody to go to your LGS to be able to go ahead and play Two-Headed Giant. Yeah, shout so out. that you can also lose to Ross and Morgan and be yelled at by your teammates. Shout Boys. out. I want to fight MTG North. In a two-headed giant tournament, I think that'd be awesome. So I mean, if right MTG now, you guys North are defeated, I mean, if MTG North 
or Jonathan Medina, who still hasn't answered my first challenge. To be fair, you just tweeted that challenge out today. Feels like 24 hours ago. <laughs> to also be fair, we're so good that all of our opponents played and built optimally, and we beat them. Yeah. we They did build optimal decks, and they got... He they said mulligan. that with such seriousness. They I did. think he believes it. We just had like a two-minute conversation about how the opponents did not build their deck directly. <laughs> well, they, okay. Let me. Re- oh, they played so well. We're so good. Let me, <laughs> let me rephrase. Man, these guys were bad. These guys were terrible. They were good, but they played well and they built their decks well. Okay, Mark. Oh, yeah. l- let me rephrase. <laughs> let me rephrase by saying, their pools were really good. Their deck building skills. <laughs> We're suboptimal. I just want to point out that Morgan made, like, machine gun noises for no particular reason, and we have no idea why. He also, like, made an action with his arms to, like, show that he was making a machine gun sound, and you guys can't see that because this is an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> bang, bang! Bang, bang! Um, so... Bang, bang, right into your The heart. dumb thing we did... Wait, wait, that wasn't the dumb thing? No. Dumb thing we did... I wanted to get the hell out of there very handily. So I said to them in the last round, our last round of opponents, I said, let's split. And then we played the game anyway. And we won. We shouldn't have split. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't have split. Anyway. I mean, we got one extra pack. It was not like a big deal. And and they also didn't get anything good in those prize packs. Because in our prize packs... We got we what, opened, another Ren and Seven. No, we opened another Ren and Seven. We opened an Arlen. In the same pack as the Arlen, we opened a... Avison's Memorial. Avison's Memorial. We opened... We opened just like a... a like a, Basically every money card in the set except for another Teferi. Yeah. Which you opened in your pre-release pack that we... Exactly. ...played with together the other Exactly. Week. We didn't get a Tovalar, which was at the month. Yeah. You mean, and mean then, Toe Jam? Yeah. Toe Jam. And then, no, randomly... Our first round opponent, who I really like, and it's a cool guy for Ross, handed me a Meat Hook Massacre for free. So, that was sweet. <laughs> no, we, it wasn't for free. We, we oh, yeah, we handed him a stack of lands. Well, I, I felt bad, so I handed him a stack of lands. We, we handed I him used all those lands. the old, or the black and white lands. The eternal, I wanted those. The Eternal Night ones. Don't worry, Ross will get a box eventually and he'll blow himself up. How does that help me? Didn't you just get a bunch of packs from Medina Streams? I like three packs, and I don't think any of them had swamps and mountains in them. Why do you need swamps and mountains? Because I'm building Florian as a bad CEDH deck right now. Florian? Yeah. Every time he says Florian, I think of a flower for some reason. (laughs) Or floral spasm. You mean, like... Floral Spasm is one of my favorite cards ever. Oh, yeah, but it's so we talk those <laughs> games take forever. Right? Especially in Play as Written, where you literally can't move on until it decides. For our listeners, literally it's written on the card that Floral Spasm has to decide its targets. You are not allowed to decide the targets. I love that card so much. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what a gem mint Floral Spasm goes for. Not a lot. I might invest in floral <laughs> spasms. If you out there know of anybody who has a floral spasm that doesn't want it anymore and is willing to give me a good price, I'm assuming that that includes 0% of our audience. Not you, Jimmy. 
I was going to say, I'm almost 100% sure that Dice City has floral specimens if you want them. Uh, <laughs> Gem mint? So, Ross, I'm going to make a recommendation for you, just so you know. Uh-oh. 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 I, I have no idea how well that's also going to pick up on the mic because he put his face behind a blanket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put my face behind a blanket, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna just say while you were at PokeCon, I tried to do something a little different oh. for our audience. Oh, yeah. I had thought about extending our content a little bit so oh, we could right. do something like a toy hunt, a comic book hunt, nostalgia, so that way we could explore the stores around Virginia, Maryland, and DC in Ultimately, terms of the comic. Good, a good thought. Good thought. Bad in practice with Mark because Mark basically was dead the entire time we did this. This was not a good Mark for Mark. Mark texted me Sunday. <laughs> did well, I? Well, Friday, Mark went home from work early because he didn't feel. No, good. I went home from work early on Saturday. Oh my God! Yeah, this weekend yeah, was a, Saturday existed. Yeah. If you this recall. weekend was a mess. Anyway. Mark texts me and is like, what are we going to do Sunday? And I said, well, Ross is at PokeCon in Baltimore, so we, we're not going to record, since, and so we're recording today, and Mark's like, well, let's do something. And I'm like, all right, well, I owe Mark lunch. Let's go get ramen. So we decide we're going to go get ramen. I want to point out that as I'm looking through these text messages, there are a lot of times where I mention, sorry, I typed that completely wrong. Nope, that, was, that test, text was not correct. Sorry, that was a butt dial. So clearly, I was on my game that day. <laughs> also, right. one of the text messages just says migraine, full body pain, nausea, dizziness. Oh, I can nap now, so all is good. This sounds like you were good. You're yeah. Clearly, I was okay. Yeah. So what are we gonna do today? Is what I was asking. At this point, Morgan's mic cuts out briefly enough to make it a pain to edit but long enough to give me time to remind our listeners that you can tweet us your gaming stories at kicking underscore myself or email us at kickingmyselfmtg at gmail.com. Uh, so anyway, we decided we'd go get ramen, and then when Mark Which was a to, great decision. Yeah, Ren's ramen in uh, Wheaton is very good. Really good. Really, really good. Morgan posted a, uh, or tweeted out a picture of our lunch, and it I was did. very good. And Mark was feeling really good, so what I had asked him beforehand when we were in the car... Well, Mark was feeling livable at the time. Livable. Okay. Um, anyway... That's a good description of it. As Ross has... Uh, it is the opposite of livable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, okay? <laughs> anyway. More soundboard. <laughs> I love how whenever Morgan tries to make a smart-ass comment, it's just like, and that's for the soundboard. Uh, oh, anyway. Anyways. We ended up talking about doing this toy hunt and Mark was for it at first and we, we went to a Target which was decimated and depressing and very depressing where was this? the Wheaton Mall Westfield Target. Mall Westfield Wheaton Target oh really? Mm. the Target where you say Targets go to die where I say? Uh, you've said that before this is the Target where Targets go to die Ross I I, approved where targets go to die. I don't think Westfield I've literally Mall. ever said those words. Are you talking about the one that's in Rockville? The like, no, the one inside Westfield. the one inside Westfield Mall with, with where the Costco's in the same big Lake, complex. Lakeview Mall. Okay, 
Um, okay. There's the a GameStop one... outside of it. And we know someone who works at that GameStop. Did you say hello to Sam? He wasn't there. Oh, that's sad. Also, there was ba- barely any magic product there. No, it's like on a really high shelf, and you have to ask them to go get it. Well, I saw it. We saw it. There's nothing it. there. There's just like nothing <laughs> there. Absolutely nothing there. And that would be the theme for the entire hunt. Yeah. The yeah. entire hunt was basically no magic product, and that was fine. I did get a, I, I did get a really cool NECA Batman okay. 89 replica Batarang, which is sitting right here. It's, re, it's really cool. Um, we did get it at Alliance Comics and Games. I wanted to support the local store. Um, NECA makes good stuff. It's 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 actually for twenty dollars. It's really cool, reasonably priced, and I've been getting a lot into, you know, I'm I'm a big statue guy, I'm a big Batman guy, and I like I like my props. It's a really cool battering. Wait, I, you're I like Batman. Anyway, so the entire trip, Mark is just talking nonsense. He's just he's not making any sense. Usually, like I am, but he's he's. In the basement of this comic store, while I'm going through old back issues, just because I wanted to do something and see if I could find something, Mark is just talking about Pickle Rick. The entire time he's talking about Pickle Rick. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Because he, so the, he sees Dupe from X-Factor, from the old X-Factor comics, which looks like a flying pickle. And he's like, oh, who is this Pickle Rick? I'm like, Mark. Also keep in mind, I've never seen Rick and Morty. You're also delirious at this point I'm in time. I'm very delirious. You are delirious. So and the only conversation I can keep is, why is Pickle Rick on this <laughs> right. Marvel and that's, best that's, of and, and anthology? I'm like, I'm like, Mark, we're stopping this trip short and we're going home. No, I wanted to know why Pickle Rick was on this volume. And he wouldn't let me leave I, the store. And I wouldn't let it go. So also, but, but what made this really great also is Dude, while we were looking around this store and I was complaining about Pickle Rick... Out of the corner of my eye, there was a Rick and Morty comic with Pickle Rick on the front of it. And it was like, Pickle Rick! <laughs> and Morgan was so mad. I wasn't mad. I was you just were like, so mad. I wasn't mad. I was just like, Mark, do you need to go home? And you said, because then you I were think like. I said probably. You did. And you also were like, but I'm going to have to meet my friend later on the day. because Oh, that I, didn't happen. Yeah, and you passed out. <laughs> You just passed out and you woke up and you're like, I don't even know if you remember, but you called me and, and said, Mark, feel better now. Did I say that? Yes. <laughs> Did I call you? Yes. I don't remember that. And that's the best part is I knew you wouldn't remember that. So I said that for now. You called me. Oh my me. gosh. Did I actually so you call called you? called me a half hour after you got home and said, Mark, feel better now and hung up. That's all you said. It's it's. So when I got home, I immediately made the recognition that I was not going to be able to meet my friends. So I called them. I said, "Okay, we're going to cancel this. We'll reschedule it." And you were I want to say that, this was like one thirty or two. You were definitely not that articulate with me. That's for no, sure. I, I clearly wasn't that articulate. <laughs> clearly wasn't that articulate. But I think I got home at about two o'clock, and between two p.m. and six a.m. the next morning, I think I was up for a grand total of forty-five minutes. I think I slept the entire time. Nice. I know exactly what I did. I watched an episode of Dark Side of the Ring, which if you've never seen, it's a great show. Was Pickle Rick in it? No, there was no Pickle Rick Unfortunately, he took the day off. Which you should have done at the beginning of the day. But that was my day off. I didn't want to just like sit around and do nothing. So what did I end up doing for most of the day? 
Actually, nothing. Also, the Seahawks lost, so that sucked. Go Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You mean go? It appears that Morgan was intending to make an insult, but what he really meant to say was the Seahawks are the greatest team of all time. It's been a long day. So anyway, it's been kind of a delirious. Week for all of us. We all had uh, exhausting moments, so we appreciate you being with us on our little crazy adventure. Ross, it was really fun to play 2 HG with you. I really definitely want to do it again. I'm excited to see what Crimson Bow brings to the table. The yeah, I don't thing... know when the next time I'll see you is, so... Uh... So, before we wrap it up, <laughs> I do want to say Something we've had lines. a lot of people waiting with bated <laughs> breath, wondering when are we going to actually have our EDH matchup. And I would Who like are to... these people? <laughs> it's pretty much just complex. Oh. Oh, also, do we have a story from... <laughs> no, he sent me shit! <laughs> I just want to make sure that he specifically responded to our Facebook post. Oh, yeah. Let's so that we can this. not have him be on this. One second. <laughs> so... Here's what I'm gonna ask. All right, I'm gonna just give the listeners a little context. Yeah. We have a... A complex context. A hive mind of crack associates. A crack squad of associates. A who crack are great. Squad, who are great. What, what's uh, are great. Complex's actual name? I completely lost it. Christo. Chris, oh, this is Oh, Christo. it's Christo. Christo. Unfortunately, Complex has not left a comment on our Facebook page to specifically ignore this week. You mean on my Facebook page to specifically ignore this week? No, no, we are we have taken over your Facebook page. No, the Facebook Morgan page. Epstein page is now the official uh, Kicking Myself Facebook page. So if there's anything that you need to uh, send to us, just message Morgan directly. And if you want to bother Ross about world fires, you can. And if you want to bother Mark, go for it. What's awesome is I have just edited our names. And they're not even going to know how to spell my name, even if you say it. <laughs> I will say that it's literally impossible to find me on Facebook. We know. The searching my name does literal nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm like the great. literal first search when you put Morgan Epstein in. But to bring it back. Well, to bring it back, I laid down a challenge for Jonathan Medina. I have yet to hear about said challenge. You so Medina challenge just a few hours ago. Again, I'm putting this back on Jonathan Medina. <laughs> Jonathan Medina, Jonathan if you're Medina. listening to this podcast, Jonathan Medina, or Christo, if you're listening to this podcast, I challenge you to a game of EDH. Or Christo, we challenge you to send us more content. Yeah, than I challenge Christo to send us more content. I'm gonna say that if he actually accepts the challenge on his stream this Wednesday, I'm gonna edit all that out of you calling him out again because this episode's coming out in a week. It's not like first of all, Medina's stream this week is on tomorrow. Well, then he'll respond by tomorrow. No, he won't. He won't have listened to the episode by then. He's too busy. Did you tweet out a a challenge to him? No. If you tweet out a challenge to him... Oh, wait, you plastered it all over the Discord. Tony was definitely getting it. What are we even that. talking about right now? Remember last week I challenged Jonathan? I know what happened last week. We're talking about whether or not he might have seen it to... Maybe respond to it tomorrow. But, but the, <laughs> it's like, tomorrow, we don't know. True, but the point is, Morgan is acting right now as if he hasn't responded, and this episode's coming out in a week. 
just know that I'm, I'm going to be on my phone for the next like, <laughs> however long this lasts. Anyway, with that being said, listeners, if you have a ridiculous story to tell us about how crazy your week has been, a crazy opening that you did with Midnight Hunt, or with uh, uh, Tales of Aria, right? Tales of Aria. Yeah, yeah, or with Tales of Aria, or if you went and you did a box opening of Pokemon Oreo cookies and you found your own Mew, or if someone sent you 20,000... Sorry, not 20,000. 2,000 Vega the Watchers that you want to send me because you want me to have more Vega the Watchers in Court of the Market. Or you want to send Ross Clark World Fires. Or you want to talk to Sheila... Send us a line. Still can't pronounce my name right. Nope, still can't pronounce your name right. Still don't care. Um... <laughs> a pickle mark. A- anyway, pickle mark. Pickle mark. But anyway, we still haven't addressed when we're going to be having our EDH match. Well, that's because Ross hasn't built a deck yet. He is going to build it literally an hour before the actual match happens. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what we should do is schedule the time. So we need to reach out to Charles and see if either this Sunday or next Sunday works. Well, this Sunday we can't do anything because all the buddies. Then the following Sunday, I'm going to list that as a challenge for us, that we go ahead and have this actual match. Well, my actual deck is in these actual two boxes. Two. Just, just hand out piles of Vega the Watchers as yes. decks. October 10th is the day that I'm uh, recommending for us to have our match. Fine, October 10th it is. We should reach out to Charles and see if that's okay. Charles literally will tell us that it is fine whatever day he wants to do it. So, October 10th, the commander match of the century. At the Superdome! At the Dimma 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 Dome. Dimma 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 Dome. I have nothing to say. Yeah. Because your owner, your Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimmasdale Dimmodome? The very same Doug Dimmodome? Nope. Dimma 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 I'll leave. And with that, we should too. And with that, I will, again, send us your stories at kickingmyselfmtg at gmail.com. Tweet us at kicking underscore myself. Find us on Facebook. Hang out with us in the Discord. I got it all right. I know I did. You're surprised. He got it all right. (laughs) At least I think he did. And with that, I'm going to say good night. So, have a great evening. Thank you for listening. And I'm not going to hit us with an official theme song because I'm too tired. Good night, everybody. No.